an attachment love is when you say, I love you, therefore I want you to make me happy. Right. Versus versus real love, authentic, genuine love, which is, I love you, therefore I want to make you happy. The millennial generation is as follows. Welcome to Surrounded by Idiot Radio Podcast. Well, you want answers, we got answers. This is the Surrounded by Idiots Radio Podcast with your host, Dr. Tony Frayne, that's me, and the lovely Lexi Rodriguez. Hey, Lex. Hey, what's up? What's up? Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. And uh, speaking of Happy New Year, there's a couple different little uh, adjustments we're going to make on the show this year. Nothing drastic, but we I, I think we're going to shorten it up a little bit. I, I, th- I would like to. Uh, based upon some conversations that I've had with some people and, and the fact that uh, we, we... Really based upon that fucking basic human beings cannot stay put and engaged for more than 20 minutes. That's what it's based upon. Well, I listen to podcasts that are two hours long. Yeah, I, yeah I know you do. And it, but you, you're in a position where you can. A lot of people don't. And most of the time it's when they're commuting or right before they go to bed. And I, it just seems like 20, 25 minutes is probably a better, a better way. So we're going to try. I don't know how successful <laughs> we're going to be because a lot of times it's like, it's like anybody having a conversation. It's like you having a conversation with somebody at the coffee shop. All of a sudden it's an hour later and you guys are still wrapping mm-hmm. it down about something because and that's a good, because sign. you get involved and it's interesting. Right. We're going to try that. Second thing is, is that, is that we're going to take you and me are going to take this show back with, with when I do the show with you. We're going to take it back to the Walk of Shame radio podcast yeah. because you are the relationship guru. You are the millennial relationship person. You have the most interesting, from my perspective, mm-hmm. you have the most interesting relationship take takes. Yeah, and uh, you know what else? Of anybody, is- so I think that's a good idea. Don't you think so? Yeah, I think it's awesome. I think um, the Walk of Shame radio podcast was really successful because people my age are going through exactly those dilemmas that I was bringing to the show because yes, I do lifestyle coaching and I do fitness coaching and all of that, but I'm human and I'm still going through everything. My clients are going through. I just might have a better way of handling it. I just be maybe more aware. But what I was talking to Tony about last night is almost I'm it's almost too aware to a fault. So there's a, there's definitely a fine line to where you can be aware of your patterns and your relationship styles as well as your significant others, but not too aware to where you overthink the room. And that's my problem. So it's, it's a I fine have, line though. I mean, I, 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 I agree. It's just like all of you guys do, yeah. but I love going through this shit because I just want every time I go through something, like I've said before, I learn and I become um, more myself and I become more open to the challenges that I'm going to have in relationships. It's not ever going to be easy. So we're going to get right into it today. We're going to talk about attachment versus love and how they are two drastically different things. Tony brought this to my attention kind of in a space where I'm kind of going through this, um, as well. So we just were kind of like, cool, let's fucking rap about it. There's a lot of confusion between the two because a lot of times people think the attachment thing is the love thing. When people say, I love you, or they see love as in a relate, like an intimate relationship, they, they, a lot of times it's an attachment thing. And here's the difference. 
And I, like I said, I used to talk to my clients about like uh, capital L love versus small L love. Now, small L love is the attachment love, and the attachment love is based in ego, and it's it's uh, it's feeling that you need to have the person. It's uh, there's a really good quote uh, from a Buddhist monk that talks about this quite a bit, and her quote is: "An attachment love is when you say I love you, therefore I want you to make me happy." Right. Versus. Versus real love, authentic, genuine love, which is, I love you, therefore, I want to make you happy. Right. And you know what? It's simple. It goes back to the shit we talk about all the time, that we want to make you whole, and we want to make you as fulfilled as you can be with what you have to offer to the community. And when you feel confident in what you are bringing to the table just when it comes to any relationship, then you, it's gonna, you're gonna be less attached to the idea of love and you're gonna be more operating from like an altruistic state of I love you because I want you to be happy and I love watching you be a human as opposed to the insecurities coming out in yourself and being like I love you I I think I love you because I like to hang out with you all the time and that must mean something it's like no you're just insecure you don't want to never be without that person because you're you're insecure in what they're doing or what they're thinking you want to have a control hand on it yeah genuine love exactly genuine love comes from the fact uh, that you believe which is totally true and that's why our job is so easy because all we have to do is convince you of the truth and the truth is that you're already whole and complete you are a whole and complete human being person there's not one piece of you that that is not there there's not something that you need from the outside of you to complete you there's not there's not something that you can't give yourself right there's not somebody out there that's going to complete your life there isn't and and if you do think that way or if, if it seems like you know you complete me which is the worst movie line ever uh, <laughs> it's it, if you think that's the case that's all ego and there's going to be a problem there's going to be a problem because not w- one person cannot satisfy everything in a relationship that you will always want and that's and that's the issue because if you have a situation where you're looking at attachment love and there's an expectation of that attachment love with somebody else you're going to expect the other person to fully and completely have everything that you need at, at all times on a sliding scale, on a scale of every single day going into five or 10 years or 20 years. And that's why there's so many issues with people in long-term relationships because, you know they, because they take that and then they have that expectation that that other person, who's changing, by the way. Right. And they, they Always. Think they, and they think that that other person continues should continue to make them happy. And totally. that's where the issues come in. And I think speaking of change and evolution, it brings me to the point where, um, from personal experience, I was at a point with my last relationship where I felt um, we were operating from attachment because I felt like there was a block on my growth, remember? And we, I spoke mm-hmm. about this on a few different shows. And um, the moment you feel like that, you either have to address it and nip that feeling in the butt or you have to make some moves. And what I did was made some moves, obviously. But I think that when you operate in a non-attachment way, when you're operating through love, and we'll call that love because we're talking about the difference between the two, you're going to have this natural process of evolution. And that's kind of a tell 
a tell all key for people to be aware of is like when you you're like damn like i've been i've been dating this dude and i feel like i'm naturally evolving into the best version of me but that's you know what it's because the energy is love it's not it's not I don't want you to grow anymore because then you might grow better than me. I don't want you to evolve anymore because then you might evolve neurologically in a way that I can't keep up with. So that's all from fear. We squeeze and we attach and we cling onto things because we're afraid they're going to leave and we're never going to be able to get them back. We get one ounce of, of that feeling of love, which isn't love. And we're like, this is rad. I don't ever want this to leave. But you can compare it to a little kid and a puppy or a little kid Mm -hmm. and a toy. When you take that toy away, that kid goes fucking nuts. Mm -hmm. That is the same thing that adults go through when they're operating from attachment instead of an altruistic state. Instead of genuine love. Yeah, genuine love. A really good example that I heard was it's like holding holding a bird in your hand. You, you, you You don't crush it. You keep it open. If the bird wants to fly, you let it fly. It, it's not about it's not about being possessory at all. It's not about possessing anything or anybody. It's about mm-hmm. under, understanding that people come together for different reasons, and they're attracted to different people for different reasons during different times of their lives. And you guys come together and you form a relationship. It forms a third entity and a, di- a new energy, and it and it impacts and influences other people around you. Will that last? It may or may not. I really, the, the world is all, is all about impermanence. There really is any. There's nothing that lasts forever. But it's a matter of not taking it and not defining it and not running on the narrative that you too are supposed to keep this thing going forever because that, that's mm-hmm. that's the biggest problem right. with the social 100%. norm that we that we have today is the fact that you get together and thinking that we have to stay together because well you guys you guys could grow apart there could be so many different things that happen and the worst possible thing you can do for yourselves and for humanity is to continue to try to force the issue and stay together because the foundation of your relationship in the past maybe was attachment love or maybe yeah. it was genuine love but you're you're trying you're holding the burden you're crushing the fucking thing you have to hold it gently if it needs yeah. to fly you let it fly i mean i don't know about you i think i do but i'm not going to put words in your mouth but there's a number of relationships that i've had in the past that have ended and I was thinking, that's just really sucks. Now, whether it be from my end, me ending it, or the other person, but I did genuinely have a genuine love for the woman, the girl at the time. And I still do. And that never, that never changes because it's not, it's not about the wanting to bend her over the sofa. It's, it's the genuine love in terms of respect and wanting her to just be the best f- version of herself. And to have joy and fulfillment in the, in the rest of her life, I held it like this, right. and I Man. just and she and she. Flew. It sounds so easy, right? It's crazy because we come, we could, we do these shows, and it sounds so easy. We're like, you can't think about this, be aware of this, act on this, you know. And it sounds so easy, yeah, but I know it's not easy. Yeah, it's it's you're right. It's not easy, but that's what the, we're here for, and that's what we help our clients for. You know why it's not easy? I thought about this concept the other day. Is um the concept of compatible issues is if I have a certain issue, which we all do, none of us are perfect, but in life at some point, something, some wire is going to be crossed wrong. And whether you like it or not, you're going to have a development issue and whether you fix it early on or not. So it doesn't become a virus or you allow it to grow and get bigger as into your adult life. 
It's going to happen. And you know what I thought about? I thought about, man, you do have to pay attention when you're dating. It's so important to be aware. It's so important to pay attention and to ask questions early on because you know what? You need to have compatible issues mm. as the person you're dating because it's like if this person has affection issues and this person has the opposite of affection issues, he's smothering and she doesn't want to be affectionate. Those are those are two opposite issues that don't fit together you know no and, they don't it's but again you and but again you don't want to go the other way totally all all the way and have two super duper compatible affection issues because both of those are ego issues totally. and that'll make it a train wreck as well right. so, so it's if a you're matter coming of, from a place of love though and you're kind of just trying to learn about those quote unquote issues i hate to even use that word but learn about them and maybe learn learn about them on your own before you um get to you know intertwined with this other person mm -hmm. because that's where attachment comes from i think when you start to try to learn together too early you dive in deep you dive in deep to these very vulnerable human issues and then you're like fuck you like you know all my deep down issues i'm attached because it's kind of like i left a little bit of my soul on your bed <laughs> you know what i mean yeah but then but when you do that and you open yourself up and you become vulnerable then you have then you have anxiety over being vulnerable then there's an issue of trust there right and, and that comes and then that comes into in if you if you go there too quickly you know, it's like, it's like anything. It's like getting into the jacuzzi. Then it's really hot. I mean, if you just jump right in, you're gonna you're just gonna jump right out because it's too it's just too hot. It's too much for, for you sure. to take. So it's a matter of you know putting one leg in, then the other leg in. Especially when you get deep down super fast. That's why it's something that happens very quickly. I'm not talking about you know getting laid on the first date. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about things that get emotionally yeah. uh, open very quickly. It, and you know what we tell you to open takes, up and I think it it's beautiful, but you, you gotta be careful, right? It's like we, uh, I'm learning a lot about myself and about my, my attachment styles, I guess you could call them. And I want, and I'm going to explain a couple different um, styles that I want you guys to kind of listen to and be aware of be, and tell me which one you guys are and how you're going to try to roll through life handling it that way, whether you're going to switch it to another style or learn how to dance with your significant other with that style in mind. But anyways, I feel like I'm always like very careful to dive in too deep. But then sometimes I'm like, well, maybe I'm being too careful. Maybe this is why I haven't found anyone yet, you know? And so then I'm like, okay, well, let's switch it up. Trial and error, you know? And then I dive in deep and then I'm, it's like jumping in the jacuzzi and then I like hop in and then I'm like, no, 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 no. I got to get out. Like mm -hmm. that burns, you mm -hmm. know? So but it's okay, everybody. Trial and error. You yeah, have you gotta find you gotta to find trial your own and gig. Error. You gotta find and you learn every single every single relationship. And I got a few years on you. Every single relationship, I continue to, to this day for me. I learn new things about myself. It, yeah. So it's, the three it's, different. It's so go ahead. The three different types of um attachment or are secure attachment, where you're you're living off of your connection with another human. I mean it. it it is what it is. Secure. That sounds great. That sounds strong. That sounds healthy. But um, you're living off of that connection. And you're, you know, what is like, you enjoy watching them be who they are. And that's 
dope. But you guys are also kind of free to move how you want to move. And you know what? That's a dope type of attachment to have. But keep in mind, it might, uh, it might not last too long and, and it's okay. But that's one of them. We have, um, anxious attachment, which is real like, I would, I would describe it as fantasy based. So where, you're anxious around this person and you're kind of lying to yourself to make it work, right? You're like, I really like being around this person. This person's good looking. He checks off four out of eight, um, you know, on my checklist. And I think it could be good. I mean, I'm getting older. I got to make moves. You're, you're like creating this like fucked up fantasy in your head. And that's called anxious because if you're operating from a, um, like a false space, you're going to be anxious. That's just how your body false space in terms operate. of like assuming that the person is there assuming. to to fill in all of your gaps. Is that what yeah, is, is exactly. you're looking to them or to... assuming this is the one because they mark four out of eight or, okay. or assuming this is the one because he's tall and six five and that's what you've always wanted. So you're trying so to force you're, a square peg into the round hole. Right? Yes. You're and that's a weird attachment. It. No, it's that's a weird type of attachment. No, and then also um, avoidant attachment is like you avoid getting close. Because you are are worried that this person is just going to snap you in half, you know, like you're very defensive. It's defensive. It's avoidant. And that happens not just in relationships, but you may not be able to keep a job longer than a year. You may move, move apartments a lot or move cities a lot. So everyone just pay attention to these different styles because you can operate from them and you can learn from them. Um, but you need to know what type of person you are, especially while you start to date and go into these situations where someone else's feelings are involved. Like it's a responsibility. Yeah. And that, yeah, again, it, it, and that all rolls into the stuff that we talk about, like, you know, jealousy and hurt feelings and all that kind of stuff. Jealousy is a, a pretty basic thing to deal with. Uh, it, it's an initial reaction based upon a, a, a something that's not right or shouldn't be right based upon what your expectations are in a relationship in regards to levels of intimacy. And especially if you've opened it up to being more vulnerable with somebody and then they do something. So there's there's two steps in terms of jealousy. First of all, you talk to the person and you try to establish the boundary to see if they agree with you, uh, mm-hmm. saying, you know, it's not cool when you when we go out and you're sitting there and you're giving the, you know, come fuck me eye to a bunch of guys uh, just, yeah. just just so you can get you know, hard on because you need to get attention. That's not right. cool with me. And if, I mean, if you're out with girlfriends, if you want to do that, I can't, I can't, I'm not there, whatever you, you know, go ahead if that's, if that's what you need. Uh, but with me, that's not cool. It's disrespectful. And if she says, you know, go fuck yourself, then you're like, okay, we're done. So it's pretty right. easy, pretty easy to do. And that's all you need to but do. But how do you know that, that that's not an insecure thing? thing so like how do you know that on the other side he's not operating from insecurity and being like i saw you look at that guy that way and that's like kind of his insecurities coming out so so that's where it gets fucking fishy but but that's where it gets very very individual it gets very particular and uh very contextual to that to the that couple themselves because they have to sit down and the guy has to say you know, I, I get it. I, you know, we're human beings and you're going to be attracted to the other people. If you don't think if listen, if you don't think your, your significant other is a, attra- is attracted to other people, if they say they're not, they're fucking lying. They're absolutely lying. We're human beings. We're attracted to each other all yeah. the time. 
all the time. So that's so if that's something that's been that's come up, then that's bullshit right there. But if you sit down and say, "Listen, this is not cool with me because," and explain the reasons why, because I feel as though when we're out, then you do that, then you're disrespecting me. Because if we're out, the focus should be on me, same as my focus is on you. Now, if you're out and about and you're doing your own thing, and I'm not around you. Then you know, go ahead and do that, or go ahead and talk to guys. I guess if that's what you need, then that's then I'm okay with. See, but I'm okay with that. In and I'm talking about in in a very particular situation. But you know, if you come home with a guy's number in your pocket, then it's crossing the line. So right. you guys have to establish your boundaries in terms of what's cool. And if and if a girl says, "I don't want you to go out with your guys at all, or any place with other women, or you can't have dinner with another woman." regardless of who she is then you're like yeah. you're like well that's nuts if you can't agree on the boundaries then you guys shouldn't be together period period For period sure. period that's all there is to it period yeah no i like it i mean we could go so deep into this because this is all you know you can tell real quick if you're operating from a space of attachment or if you're operating a of, of a space from love but you're only going to be able to tell that quickly if you are full and fulfilled with who you are as a person so you know try to learn something new every day about your relationship styles try to learn something new every day about you know whether you need to work on your patience or you need to work on listening better or whatever and when you trip chip away at those skills it's only going to make dating, I don't want to say easier because it's not easy, but you're going to date confidently. And when something works out, you're not going to, doesn't work out, rather, you're not going to crumble to the floor. I have a, mm-hmm. a few yep. different pieces of advice I want to give before we head out and I'll okay. let you go, Tony, and then we'll cover anything you want to cover. But I think that to know the difference between attachment and love, you have to just feel connected. It's a feeling. It's easy. If you connect on a certain level and, and it comes from a homie level, if you connect on this real rad, solid homie level before you connect on a romantic level, that's dope. Go for it. Like continue. Um, I think you need to, like I said before, you need to enjoy. These are all feelings that you need to be aware of. You need to enjoy watching this person be a human to other people. Yeah, obviously pay attention to who they are to you. But if they're good people to other people, that's all. those are all feelings of love. And we're not talking like, I love you, baby. I want to be with you forever. We're just talking about the basic, simple fucking feeling of love i have homies that i look at them and i'm just like god i love you you're just a good person that's love that's not attachment because i need someone to go get happy hour drinks with that's just real genuine love and this brings me to my next point is please don't think that it is a super duper 100 percent realistic that when you meet a certain person they're going to be yours forever you don't know what could happen so you don't want to operate from attachment because that's when shit gets real what if they heaven forbid pass away you know there's a lot of like widowed situations or widower situations where people lose their significant other and it's heartbreaking but you know what and i hate to get dark and deep right as we're about to sign off but maybe if that person wasn't operating too much from attachment and more just from love and and realistic understanding, then they would be okay, you Mm -hmm. know? I mean, and that's deep, but that's what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's exactly right. And and just to finish that off, 
there's a pretty simple test you can give yourself to see if you're you're operating from attachment or from love. If you are scared to death of losing the person, then you're dealing from attachment. Yep. That's it. If you're, yeah, if you're scared, like oh my God, I'm going to lose this person, or I can't, I don't know what I would do if I lost this person. You are not operating from a genuine love perspective. Or if you're trying to change yourself and you're in the way you are um, because you think that's what they want or that's what will keep them around, that's yeah. attachment too. Yeah. Be well, that's yourself, a self, that's, you that's, know? A, that's a bad, that's a, that's an adverse self esteem issue that, right. that you got to take some introspection and, and talk to yourself and get some help. And learn about the fact that you don't necessarily need to change. Uh, it, it's a matter of ebbing and flowing in regards to. I mean, if you have some bad habits, or if you're not treating the other person right, yeah, then there's there should be some change. But if it's just you and your authentic you, and the other person's not cool with that, gee, I don't like the way you laugh, or gee, I don't like you, the way you do stuff, or you spend too much time with your family, or all that kind of stuff, then you got to really check yourself and sit down and find out what boundaries, where the boundaries should be, and what's what you're okay with to compromise. And if you're yeah. not okay to compromise it, then then please don't stay in it. Yeah, and it's okay. There yeah. are other fish okay. in this. Yeah, I, I was almost going to go there, and I thought that's – I just didn't want to. <laughs> that was I just stupid. To. That was so, like a dad joke. Uh, yeah, it, it was. <laughs> yeah, those dad jokes are funny, though. The, the, the one on the YouTube, the – Watching that all the dad jokes go back on the, when, on they, the when they have the contest going Google. back and forth to see who uh, to see who uh, who cracks up first. I love those things. So to finish yeah. off, uh, that's our love and attachment. I wanted to say briefly right at the end here, my book is out. Thank you. And just just to say just to say we're doing this again. And just just to tell you that I walk the walk because the book is about this, the show is about this. I set my goal, I set and I put I put myself into action and I made it. I made it with two days to spare because my goal was, my objective was, my plan was to get the book out by the end of the year. And uh, and it was actually went up on Amazon on the twenty eighth. Nice, so it is up there, dude. surrounded by idiots. The book is up on Amazon. It is also a Kindle version. I'm going to be doing an audio book pretty soon. Uh, you can go to the website, and on the very homepage of the website, you can click on there and go over to Amazon. And I'm going to throw out something right now. For all of you dedicated listeners over the past couple of years that listened all the way to the end of this show, I'm going to give away 10 free books. Awesome. 10 free right now. If you awesome. If you email me at Tony at Javabud.com and put in the subject line, free book, and then just say, yeah, give me my damn free book. And then and then give me your address so I can set it off to you. Because I'm getting my bulk order in because I ordered a bunch for myself to give away and to do it uh, at speaking engagements and stuff. And uh, I'm going to give away 10 of them. If you want it signed, I don't know, whatever. Some people like that <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, fine, you can do that. But just if not, in case he dies, it's probably ladies worth, and gentlemen. Yeah, it's probably good. worth more if it's not signed, but that's a whole yeah. different thing. Uh, it's, so, it's worth more for sure if you're dead. Clearly. But I'm, I don't <laughs> plan on doing that for at least a few years. But if you want to, the first 10 people who email me at Tony at JavaBud.com and put free book in there and then give me your address, I'll send you a free copy. How about that? Awesome. How about that? So, yes. And email us with topics you'd like to talk about. Email us with anything you're going through that we could um, maybe relate to. I for sure could probably relate to it. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> and we will go from there. Email me at Lexi at CrucialAwareness.com. 
if you have any questions, concerns, or want to meet up, whatever. Um, and then my website is crucialawareness.com. You can book a session straight from that website. You can listen to the podcast from that website. And um, I have some cool blogs up there too. I want to hear your guys' opinions about what's popping in your world because, man, we are in like a gnarly, gnarly society right now. It's like between dating and, you know, professional areas and fucking politics and just in general the communities that we live in i want to hear what's going on in your world it's yeah we we all need to stick together and figure out a plan that's what we need to do and 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 a plan to make not only our world better but the the world better for everybody else and that's and that's that's the key can you imagine if oprah really does run for president yeah i i have some thoughts on that maybe we can talk about that next week Okay. (laughs) All right, guys. We'll talk to you later. Peace out.